Hey Patriots, this is Apollo. Part 2 is here. If you missed Part 1, go back and listen to it. God wins and so do we. Here we go. The men who came in from faraway places and spoke a strange language offered the Haitian children cookies and other snacks. Sometimes they gave them a few dollars, but the price was high. The Sri Lankan peacekeeper wanted sex from girls and boys as young as 12. I did not even have breasts, said the girl, known as VO1, victim number one. She told UN investigators that over the next three years, from age 12 to 15, she had sex with nearly 50 peacekeepers, including a commandant, who gave her 75 cents. Sometimes she slept in UN trucks on the base next to the decaying resort, whose once glamorous buildings were being overtaken by jungle. Take it down, Mr. Producer. If you remember what happened in, in Haiti, let me just talk about the devastation that walked through Haiti. There was an organization that went into Haiti in order to get these people to come in, right? What was the name of that organization, Mr. Producer? Clinton Foundation. The Clinton Foundation raised nearly $4 billion. Where'd that go? Where'd it go? They, they live lavish lifestyles. They take advantage of our children. They take advantage of children in other nations. And they always go to the most vulnerable among us. Why do you think they want to make the rest of us vulnerable? It's sickening. The WHO wants control over your children. And by the way, many of you are like me. Look, I've lived a pretty good life. It's time. Joe, just settle down. Just back up. I will not. Elon Musk, the guy's worth $200 billion. Even after he has a slide from his, his equity, still worth $150 billion. And he doesn't care. He's starting to see his mortality and understanding that, frankly, at the end of the day, your legacy is about what you leave to others to do. And he, you know, he's been driven by that. President Trump was driven by that. But they are demonized. Well, people like Bill Gates go hang out with Epstein. I'm, I'm, I'm mortified. I'm mortified. Play B5. Watch this. I was convinced that I was transgender for five years. I wore men's clothes. I used the men's restroom. I legally changed my name to a male name, and I injected testosterone into my own thigh on a weekly basis. I was one of those trans youth activists claimed to support. But since I was harmed by gender medicine, I am now reduced to just a bigot. My mental health no longer matters to these people who purport to care so much because I no longer identify as trans. But the truth is, I don't hate anybody. I just know that there are young people like me out there who, despite their convictions that body modification will save their lives, deserve a chance to be seen as whole, complex people and actually grow up, grow into themselves, and be guided to appreciate their healthy bodies and all the blessings that a healthy body will give. That is what true compassion is. Seeing any young person who calls themselves as trans and just another, as just another trans person who needs to be put on the gender transition conveyor belt is not compassion. In closing, I ask members of the committee to think back to a time when you were an adolescent. Did you have a conviction, a belief, or maybe a relationship that you believed was of urgent importance and would last forever? What if there was a way to concretize that, to permanently change your body, possibly leaving you infertile or missing organs or incapable of experiencing intimacy with a partner? What if adults around you encouraged your conviction and encouraged you to make a permanent, irreversible decision based on it? 
That is what is being done to thousands of children and adolescents today, all based on the sociological theory of gender identity that has not been proved in any scientific capacity. I know this is a politically heated issue, but I just ask the committee to put all that aside and get in touch with the human aspect. Humans are more complicated than this story about gender identity and transitioning is letting on. You know a child or a teenager cannot consent to lifelong consequences, regardless of what they say or what the adults around them or involved in activism say. Do the right thing, even if it's unpopular, and protect the young and vulnerable with your vote in favor of Bill 454. Thank you. This is a person that basically was pushed into the trans agenda. This is a person that literally, they pushed into it, and then once she was in it, they abandoned her there. Forced her to take drugs that would mess up her body forever. And then she finally woke up from the ether and decided, this isn't who I am. And by the way, these are tens of thousands of people that go through this. And I'm going to say this again. I'm going to say this on the, on, the, on the Rumble channel. If you decide to come here and attack me on the Rumble channel, I will block you. I will block you from every channel. I don't want you. If you want to run your mouth, you can run your mouth anywhere you want. It won't be here, Janice. Got it? Run back and, and go, go do whatever you want, but it won't be here. We're not doing that here. You want to call me out, then you just step away from your keyboard, get out there and do half of the things that I've done. Matter of fact, do a quarter of it, but you can't. You can't. You and the rest of the clowns can kiss my ass because I put my money where my mouth was. Now, back to this. You have a young lady that literally is being forced into something that doesn't exist, comes out of it, and she's discarded as a bigot. Does it sound familiar? They are bullies. These people are liars. They are bullies, and we, we carry the truth, yet we're afraid to speak it. And we're afraid to say it. No, we, we let them try to pick apart everyone around us, and we say we don't trust the media, and then we trust them. Oh, it must be, that must be right. It must be true. We want to we act as if we're after school and creating a circle around two kids fighting and just hoping to see some blood. But we never want to sacrifice anything to stop the fight or to stop the bullies from doing what they're doing. And I have to go back to this. And by the way, viewer discretion is advised. This is the UN. These are the people they want to bring to our, our four steps that we just talked about. B3, cut, play this. This is, this is the UN. I, I don't even want to describe it for my, the listeners on the, on the audio version. But that is a UN peacekeeper that is, uh, has a woman on his lap in the back seat of the car while it's driving through town. A UN vehicle. A UN vehicle. Mr. Producer put up B4. This is what's happening in California. In California, California legislature reduces penalties for oral anal sex with willing children. Tell me what a willing child is. I want you to tell me what a willing child is. And you'd say, oh, this must have been years ago. No, this was in September of 2020 in the, di in the middle of the pandemic. Let's let pedos run the street. I cannot, I cannot tell you the degradation that we've had as a society. I cannot tell you how bad it's gone downhill because we lack courage. We lack the ability to stand up and call it what it is. 
And this, by the way, says that California uh, lawmakers passed the bill on Monday that would reduce penalties for adults who have oral or anal sex with a willing minor child if the sex offender is, w is within 10 years of the age of the victim. <laughs> it gets worse, guys. It gets worse as we talk about the fact that we don't have courage. We should have called this that today. We should have called it today. Let, let's go ahead and play this. Uh, Mr. Producer, I don't even uh, play the Mayor Webb, or excuse me, Mayor, uh, oh my gosh. Adams? Mayor Adams, saying that women have a right to abortion up to the date of birth. Go ahead and play it. And solutions. Uh, I do want to ask you about one issue that is very important to Democratic voters. It's important to all voters, in fact, and that is abortion. And the Supreme Court could very soon overturn Roe versus Wade in this country. You've been an ardent supporter of abortion rights, and I want to play an exchange where you talked about this. Let's listen. Mayor Adams, do you think there should be any limitation on abortion? Uh, no, I do not. None? Day of birth? Totally fine? Uh, no, I do not think. I think women should have a right to choose their bodies. Men should not have that right to choose how women should treat their bodies. It is interesting. A poll that just came out this morning, NPR Maris, says the vast majority of Americans do not support overturning Roe versus Wade. But a majority, including a majority of Democrats, does believe that there could or should be some restrictions in, in when during a pregnancy that could be. You say not, no restrictions at all. No, I say, and I continue to say, and I stand by this, uh, women should determine what they're going to do with their bodies. Uh, I just believe it's, it's unbelievable uh, that uh, men are making these determinations. Uh, women should determine. The overwhelming number of people on the Supreme Court, uh, I don't believe they can deliver a baby. Uh, so women should determine what they're going to do with their bodies. I strongly believe that. And I'm not taking a Gallup poll to make that determination. It is something I believe from seeing the women who are in my life, uh, my uh, mother that passed away, my two sisters and others, uh, they should make the determination of what they're going to do with their bodies. No, take this down. Take this Mayor down. Erica. No, no, no moral character, no moral barometer. It's just what I believe. It's what I feel. It's, it's, I want this. That's because, you know, because that's what they want. So that's what I want. Where's the moral fiber? Where's the true north? Where's the ethical standard? There is none. No, no, they run around actually trying to equate moral character and fiber to everyone else. And they, they walk around trying to say that, hey, I'm the moral authority with no moral authority, no morals, none. What is their compass? Well, that's right. God doesn't exist to these people. And then we got to play, if we can, a, a B7. This is a, a brain malfunction for an abortion activist. Pretty interesting saying the quiet part out loud, go ahead and pay, play B7, please. So, so abortion should be allowed then, by your definition, for any reason, for any purpose, at any stage, right? I trust people to make decisions about their body, and then when relevant, I think that they need to consult their medical practitioners okay. and not is, if it is, Listen, let me just ask you this question. If it is not lawful and morally acceptable to take the life of a 10-year-old child, I assume you agree with that, right? That would be wrong, Correct. I believe that. Okay, that is and wrong. a two-year-old child, same thing. That would be murder. We would all agree that's wrong. Then, what is the principal distinction between the human being that is two years old, or nine months old, or one week old, or an hour old, than one that is eight inches further up the birth canal in the utero? What, what's the difference? Why is it okay in the latter case and not the former cases? I trust people to determine what to do with their own bodies. Wow. There you go. I, I, I trust people to do with, with, with their own bodies, whatever they want to do. No consequences. That's what this says, is no consequences.
And by the way, I want to go back to the WHO for just a second. That is a slippery slope that we've talked about with other things. Because the next thing is, is that the United States people should not have guns. We should be able to take those away too. Because that is the last thing. That is the last stand. The second, they've already taken voice, right? They've already taken your ability to speak. Thought crimes. Crimes where you speak up about what you know is corrupt. And they're coming for the next one, which is the Second Amendment, which is why they let a crazy kid who was in a mental institution less than a year ago, they let him out to go kill people in Buffalo. And yet they don't talk about the illegal nature of him even holding that gun or having that gun. They don't talk about that. And they don't talk about the fact that the parents should be held responsible for that. They don't talk about that either. They just want to attack us because we are the greatest threat to them taking over our nation. But, it, it, you know, we, we, I want to, I have time, Mr. Producer, I, I know that we got, we got lots of stuff to talk about still. And if you guys want me to stop, I'll stop. But I think I have more to talk about. I have more to say. I have more to say if you'll hear me. If you guys don't want me to hear me, I can, I can go. I can if end. Should I end, Mr. Producer? I got more stuff. We can do two shows, right? Yeah. All right. So then let's, uh, we can turn it into two shows. So we'll, we'll, we'll do this. We, we now have this new pandemic that came out that's called, um, it, it's called a monkey virus. Monkeypox. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put up C1 if you would, please. So the, the New York City investigates possible monkey, monkey uh, pox case. Go to the next one, please. So the U.S. went ahead and decided they're going to rush to buy 13 million doses of monkeypox vaccines as possible cases detected in New York. Are you seeing it yet? And by the way, this isn't a conspiracy. This is truth. And then we have a video, a monkeypox video, showing it out of Massachusetts with after reported cases. Let's go ahead and uh, put this up if we can. Mr. Producer, this is C3. Let's play this quick video. First case of monkeypox has been identified here in the U.S. Health officials say a man in Massachusetts caught the rare virus after traveling to Canada. And new today, the, the U.S. has ordered millions of dollars worth of a vaccine protecting against monkeypox. It's not just the U.S. and our neighbors to the north. Other nations like the U.K., Portugal, right, Spain, stop for and a Italy also... Stop, take it down. I want you to notice something. Go ahead and go to the very beginning of that video again. Let's put it up. So I'm going to show you something that they do in order to get into your mind. So this is, this is a psyop. If you look at the picture, the picture shows little dots all over the United States as if there are massive numbers of cases of monkeypox. There is how many cases, Mr. Producer? Two cases. As of this deal, there's one. And you actually go, go a little further down in the video, you'll see that it shows United States one case. But look at what they're doing across the United States. They're putting this map up that shows dots of infection across after reported case, making it look as if the United States won, United Kingdom nine, Spain seven, Portugal 14, uh, Italy one, and Sweden one. These are confirmed cases across the world. How does it happen? How do you just have all of these random cases of monkeypox if you're not producing it? Go ahead and take it down, Mr. Producer. So what's really funny is that everything seems to happen in order. They have to, they have to tell us what's about to happen next. And here's why the reason why they tell us, and this is not a conspiracy, this is truth. In order to get a message from one place to the other without having to send an email or a text, you just put it out in the media and you let the mainstream media push it out there because it eventually will get to a person. 
that you wanted to get to. Like, oh, we're hitting the button on this now. Let's go. And you'd say, Joe, that's an evil way to see things. No, that's the way it is. But this comes on the heels of this WHO convenes this emergency meeting. Well, it's kind of funny, right? They, uh, we have COVID right before the election where they know they're going to lose. Uh, usually we have it now. Now all of a sudden we have another pandemic that they're queuing up right before this, uh, this vote on this UN treaty or the World Health Organization treaty. So then the, the, the other part, you know, it, it, they're, they're, they, and then they go to education, right? So I want to point, put this up if we can. This is C6. This is Fauci saying that we could have had better, less mortality if we would have had more vaccine rates prior to January 2021. Only problem is, is that hmm, the people that are dying right now are the ones with vaccines. Go ahead and play C6. And a growing share of COVID deaths are now from breakthrough infections in January and February, more than 40%. Uh, and of those uh, people, less than one third were boosted. Uh, help us, uh, you know, interpret these numbers uh, because on the surface it seems counter to what we were just saying about vaccine rates. Um, help us out there. Well, well, Jim, you are going to see people who've been vaccinated and even people who were boosted who are going to get into trouble because there's a great degree of variability. There are people who don't get a robust response. Most of the people, even those who are getting vaccinated and boosted, who wind up in the hospital and some unfortunately and tragically die, are people who are very heavily towards the, weighted towards the elderly and also heavily weighted toward those with underlying conditions, the thing that make it more likely that you'll get a serious outcome. And we know what those are. It's hypertension, diabetes, obesity, chronic lung disease, all of the things that we know. Some of those people, even though they're vaccinated, they're going to wind up getting in trouble. But for the most part, on a population basis, the difference between individuals who are vaccinated versus unvaccinated, striking difference in severity of disease. Yeah, that way there's no question. Take it down. Every time we turn around, it's more misinformation. Do you believe what he's saying? Do you believe what he's saying? You can't believe what he's saying because it's not true. It, it's, it, it all comes down to a few things. One, let's get to the, let, let, let's just rip the Band-Aid off, right? Let's rip the Band-Aid off and go to the one thing that they said was, that, that they said was not true right before the election. Remember what that was, Mr. Producer? What was that? It, 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 it actually is what I like to do. And I go out in there and I'm like, I become a, put on my hat, orange hat, Pheasants, what am I become? What, Elmer Fudd? No. <laughs> what, what? What? Do I have to do it all for you? <laughs> I'm Related to bubbling idiot. <laughs> Hunter Biden. Man. Oh, oh, my goodness. You actually even have the script for this, and you can't help me out here just a little bit. <laughs> I am completely disappointed in you. Uh, okay, so let's just let's jump into it real quick. Let's jump into everything else that they're saying, everything else that they're saying out there that just tells you, just kind of gets to it, right? It's, uh, it, is, it, it is unbelievable that we're dealing with all of this and we can't put it all together and we can't literally stand together in the gap and go, hey, listen, it doesn't matter what's happening. Where, where, I don't, yeah, okay, so you, you, you are the best of the best. You're, the, you're super patriot. 
We can't let that aside. No, no, everyone's either deep straight or, you know, I disagree with you, so I'm going to say whatever I want or I'm going to pick sides like it's some sort of little bully match. No, no, no. We can't just lay all that stuff aside. We have to attack each other because why, why attack the real enemy? Let's let them come on the shores first. Yeah, let's let them come on the shores and we'll attack each other and then they'll just shoot both of us because we're not paying any attention to what's really happening in front of us. Mr. Producer, I, 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 don't, I don't even know what to say about this, but let's just get it out there. D3, the bush gaff, you guys should have seen this. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq, I mean of Ukraine. <laughs> Well, let's play it one more time, and let's look at the smile, the, the smile at the end, knowing what he just said. You know, this has to weigh heavily on his mind, at least it would, knowing that millions of people in Iraq died over weapons of mass destruction that weren't there. And we took a leader out because he didn't align with our ideology for the, you know, the cabal, I guess. Let's play it one more time. We'll play it one more time. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, and actually in the longer clip, he actually, right after that, he laughs again and he says, <laughs> and Iraq. <laughs> he says, and Iraq? Yeah, he goes, yeah, the brutal uh, invasion of Iraq. I mean, Ukraine. Well, I mean, actually Iraq, too. And, and guys, li listen, I, I got the, a chance to listen to Condoleezza Rice today, who talked very courageously about racism and the fact that everyone doesn't get an award. Everyone didn't get a, get a, a merit badge or a, a trophy for participating in soccer, and it, it's wrong. And that you're doing it to weaken our society and weaken minorities specifically. And, you know, one of the things that she said is, uh, you know, I support Ukraine. I kept thinking to myself, how could you? But she was brutally honest about the fact that they've had massive issues with foreign foreign interventions that have not gone so well. She taught a class about it, and she said it was difficult because I had to talk even more about the criticism that happened in Iraq and the fact that I was there for it. I, I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how much more we can take where we don't start to realize that what they're doing to us is, is slavery. It's, it's human rights violation at a level that you couldn't even imagine. And they're wrapping up in a pretty bow and saying that they care about us, but they don't. And remember, I'm going to ask you again, how many people have been arrested? How many people have been arrested? Has Hunter Biden been arrested? Has Hunter Biden been arrested? Nope. Let's go ahead and put this up real quick. We write article after article after article after article after article about this. After article after article after article. Mr. Producer, C-13. Doesn't look good. Hunter Biden reports raked in $11 million from overseas business deals. Hunter Biden and company ran, he, he ran, raked in $11 million from his controversial business dealings while his dad served as vice president and shortly thereafter, according to new scrutiny of First Son, because there was a bunch of emails that went out. And then here's another one that's coming that on May 18th that came out. Go to the next one, Mr. Producer, if you would. Justice coming for the dirty 51 Hunter Biden laptop liars. You know who else justice is coming for? It's coming for those people that lied about the fact that the election wasn't stolen, lied about the fact that Eric Coomer wasn't on that call, the bombacious guy who said F the USA, F, F Trump, who posted literally within days the Antifa manifesto so that the world could see it. 
but he wasn't a part of that, who, by the way, is backed up in his ownership of the adjudication process. And frankly, we're dealing with the same thing all over again. Every single time we turn around, there's more and more liars and they use lawfare in order to get us to shut up. Only I won't shut up. But Hunter Biden, now he was, he was telling the truth. It wasn't his laptop. Only it turned out to be his laptop. President Trump literally got attacked while he was in office, and yet everyone knew about what happened in Haiti with the Clinton Foundation. They know what's happened with the Clinton Foundation, the fake Russian dossier. Yet you can, I had an argument with someone over it and said, it's not fake, it's, it, it's not a hoax, it's real. They found out, they, they've admitted it's, re, it, it's fake. They've admitted it. The Steele dossier is fake. They made it up. One of the aides actually testified that, frankly, Hillary Clinton knew about it. It went all the way up the chain and said, go do it. And yet nothing happens. Nothing happens. The CDC, just within a few days of, of this, was going to happen on the 23rd. Mr. Producer put up, uh, what is this, D4, if you would. We, it, it took a judge standing in saying, injunction. The CDC had planned to stop authorizing Title 42 on Monday, uh, May 23rd. We, we supposedly have, a, a, take it down, a monkey pandemic, a, a monkey pox. Let, let's call it what it is. Now, that one probably came out of, that's probably the Ukraine pox, not the China virus or the Ukraine virus. Somewhere along the line, it's connected to this global cabal. And we want to act as if it's not that way. That somewhere along, this is just a coincidence. It's just another coincidence. It's another coincidence. Your eyes do not deceive you. Trans agenda, racist agenda, how do we destroy your community? How do we destroy your economy? How do we make you unsafe and open your borders? How do we take away your ability to make health choices as a nation? How do we affect your sovereignty? How do we steal your voting ability and your voice from counting? Is it starting to even sink in just a little bit of what we're dealing with? And guys, listen, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. I want to stand up here and say that we can't solve it because we can. And the more that we get into these things, I want to tell you that we have the ability to stop it. There is this thing called power in numbers. If we stand together, if we unite together, if we do things together, if we set aside the petty people and tell them to go play in the sandbox over there with a the cat litter, they can play in the cat litter. We're going we're gonna to be over here on the beaches of Normandy doing real work. We're going to act like grown men and women, do the real stuff that needs to happen, and focus our efforts on the people that have never been held accountable. Where we push down on judges and push down on legislators and push down on to, to encourage them to have courage and to run for office and to stop reading all of the rags that do everything but try and destroy everything in your community. And, and this is unbelievable. But it also shows a little bit of accountability, not much. But the dirty tricks, the dirty tricks. I want to now get to the last part of this is talking about Elon Musk, who, by the way, I've always, I mean, I had people yelling at me saying, you, you like Elon Musk? I like Trump before it was cool. I like him because he's a businessman that frankly has morals. He has the ability to have a, he has a true north. It doesn't mean that he's always been moral. It doesn't mean he's always done things ethically. We all, we, every single one of us has done things that we regret. But he acts with courage in the morality and ethics of a nation to protect the most vulnerable among us, to give underprivileged children and families the ability to thrive. He did that. 
And Basement Biden and the rest of this regime has done everything to unravel that and now punish those people in those communities. And Elon is doing the same thing. He's standing up saying, I've had enough. So on May 18th, Elon Musk put up a tweet on his new Twitter platform that he's going to own. And by the way, he can say what he wants now. He's going to buy it. He's going to finish this deal. I mean, to him, I think that he's just like, whatever. I'll turn it into a 50. He'll make that worth $200 billion. Watch. Watch what he does with Twitter. But put this post up, if you would, Mr. Producer. This is Elon Musk. In the past, I voted Democrat because they were mostly the kindness party. But they have become the party of division and hate. So I can no longer support them and will vote Republican. Now watch the Dirty Tricks campaign against me unfold. That was on May 18th. Go to the next one, Mr. Producer. May 18th, two days later. All right, we'll do that. Elon Musk denies sexual harassment claims. This is unbelievable. Same story as Kavanaugh. Same story as Trump. Same old tricks. Yeah, and then let's go to the let's go to the next one if we would just after that. Elon Musk, all true, and this is in response to Clinton lawyer lied to manipulate FBI over Trump. Michael Sussman peddled baseless claims about the Trump organization in hope of October surprise. Elon quotes this saying, "All true." Bet most people still don't know that a Clinton campaign lawyer using campaign funds created an elaborate hoax about Trump and Russia. Makes you wonder what else is fake. Go ahead and take it down. Let's go ahead and put this up if we can. The next one, Mr. Producer, Brian Costello comes out. Elon Musk uh, literally put just exclamation point, exclamation point. Guess who was Hillary's CFO and has already been dinged for misappropriating expenses for the fake dossier? Gary Gessler at the SEC. FEC finds Clinton and DNC for misreporting Steele dossier funding. How about that? Oh, but let's go this. Again, go to the next one, Mr. Producer. Hillary Clinton approves the summoning of Trump-Russia bank allegations to media. Campaign manager testifies. Clinton's former campaign manager said they took the idea of leaking the Trump-Russia allegations to multiple senior campaign officials. Hey, let's take it down for a minute. Guys, listen to me. Go check, out, go check out Google. They took down all the accomplishments I've had over the last 20 years and have literally put up everything to make me look like I'm a bad man. Now, go have a conversation with all the people in my life that last. And they won't tell you I'm a bad guy. No, no. They'll make stuff up, stay around the edges, say, oh, you know what? I tried telling Joe not to get, not get in the middle of this. I, I, I gave him credibility. I can promise you nobody ever gave me credibility. I gave me credibility. I built a company on credibility. I built multiple companies on credibility. I've, I've protected and helped more people because of credibility, because I've always been consistent. Now, I, I have never seen a fight I did not like. Never. But credibility was never my problem. It was the evil minions and people like that that literally like to hurt people because they were, I don't know, just crappy people. And I let some of those people stick around in my life way too long. Well, guys, I want you to know, people ask me, where do I see myself in six to 12 months? So put up D11 if you would. And this is a picture <laughs> of the Patriot them, where do you see yourself in six or 12 months? Me, I'm the picture of the Patriot. 
where UN forces are, are marching through our country. I, I don't know how to tell you we're winning by, without telling you that we're winning, but I'm going to tell you right now it's going to take every one of us. And, you know, I, I was listening to uh, Rogan. I was watch, listening to his podcast on the way in, Joe Rogan's podcast, and, you know, I catch bits and pieces of it because I like to spread it around. I was listening to CanCon. I was listening to um, <laughs> uh, Stu Peters. Stu Peters likes to, you know, go off a little bit. And, and I said to myself, look, I, I'm, I'm in the best place I think I've ever been mentally. I, I see things with perspective. Uh, when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. So getting to the bottom of this and actually putting all these pieces together becomes very difficult because you, can, you see too much. And I've always been the one to be able to see risks and see the future, not see the future like that I'm, I, I'm a seer. See the future meaning understanding the, what risks you have to eliminate in order to get to a successful outcome. But I was listening to Joe Rogan, and I could, I, you could feel the change happening and how you could see the anxiety building up about what he's seeing and how he feels about you know, certain political issues and people that are in office and what they're doing to hurt people. It, it, it's not just Elon Musk that's waking up. It's people in every wake of life, all the way down the line. But Elon Musk has the biggest impact because he's the wealthiest man in the world. So they had to take care of that. They had to take care of the attacks. I mean, Tesla, by the way, has not become an unstable company. Yet analysts that work for and against them are working against Elon Musk in order to make it look like, oh my gosh, he's not gonna be able to run Tesla. Well, they said the same thing when he was, went to do SpaceX. He has SpaceX and he has Tesla. And look at what the products they're producing out of those two entities and the quality of those products. We have Mike from New York who wants to say hi and God bless. Oh, thank you. Oh, he's on? Oh, go ahead and put him on. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, Joe, this is Michael from North Carolina, bud. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How you doing? Man, we're doing great. We just want to let you know, here in North Carolina, brother, we got your back. We're in this fight with you, and we will do whatever you need us to do. You ask, and we're there, and we thank you from the bottom of my heart for the man you are. God bless thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. God bless you. Thank you. It's Friday, guys. It's Friday. And I got to tell you guys, um, you know, I was unexpected. Mike's a good man. And is that this is our fight. This is our fight. This is, I just did an entire podcast where I, I had 15 minutes to, to prepare. Did I not, Mr. Producer? I had 15 minutes to prepare. Yep. I went through all the cuts, looked at all the stuff. I read and watched most of that stuff. And so it was easy for me to talk about it because it all fits together. When, when the story is not a story, when the story is just a progression of ideas that they're actually pushing upon us, it becomes real easy to tell it. And, and everyone wants to say, well, you, 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 have to, you, you have to spend six hours preparing for it. I can see evil just the same as you can. I can disseminate evil by looking at what they're doing, what, the, what they're actually creating in our society. It's easy to see. You can see it too. You just don't want to be able to articulate it because you're afraid someone's going to call you crazy. Well, you would have been crazy if you would have said in the year 2020, they were going to kill a million Americans, have prophylactics that they stopped Americans from taking. They literally built campaigns. They built campaigns to keep things like ivermectin away from you by calling it horse paste. Here's the problem. Ivermectin has been used on, Amer on people for decades. They didn't say that, though, in any of those stuff. They didn't say that. They just said it's horse paste. They are lying to you about everything. And the only way to stop all that is to have power in numbers. 
we are really close to a collapse in our nation because we do not want to stand up and have courage. We do not want to basically show them our teeth. We must show them our teeth. And we must stand together to do it. And we must do, we must do so without violence. But understanding that violence begets violence and that God says that sometimes you pick up the book and sometimes you pick up the sword. But you can't sit here and tell me that you care about our community and you care about the people in it if you're not willing to stand up and fight and sacrifice something. Become a veteran. A veteran is that person that stands up and fights unselfishly for others within your own nation. They sacrifice at all. They're willing to sacrifice at all. It doesn't mean you go out and you create violence. It means that you stand up against bullies in our society. You stop them from being able to do the things that they're doing. You stop consuming those things. You build an alternate path of technology and an alternate path of, of, of business. And you do so unapologetically. And that is going to take sacrifices too. That, to do that takes sacrifices. Because now you have to stop consuming those things that actually hurt the people around you. And you have to start acting more, I call it basic. At some point, it has to matter, and you have to decide that it does matter. I just went through seven or eight different things. The lies of the media. And yeah, they're going to attack me. I will have a new article about me. I get pinged by, by people that want to write articles about me as if I care. I don't care. I don't care. And they're still trying to figure out, okay, if he doesn't care about this, and he doesn't care about this, how are we going to get him? Well, we already know how that ends. And I'm going to tell you that I'm, it's not about me. It's, it's not about the movement. It's about being an American and standing together. So we built a couple things. One, you become a member of, of Conservative Daily. Go be a member. Stand up, be a member, get access to certain stuff. We're building out a bunch of other stuff. You know, I, I got to tell you, we went live on the website before anybody did, right? We have our own live stream on the website, conservative-daily.com. We built our own CDN, so it's uncancelable. We have payment processing system that we're, we're building currently. Uh, I've been trying to get approved for this SEC thing forever on Votum Tech. That's the craziest thing ever. Like everyone else gets it in like three days, and it's been a year and four months. How about that? So I just went and built something else, and I was like, all right, we'll just have FEC United build something to get all the businesses together. And I, I, I get the constant attacks by the same people, the little trolls that run around saying, oh, I, I don't, we don't trust you. We're gonna, yeah, we've, yeah, we're going to come after you. And I'm like, okay, bring it. Do your worst. So, so, so FEC United has a thing called the People's Chamber of Commerce. Go be a member. And by the way, don't go just be a member. Go be a member and grab about 20 of your friends. And bring 20 of your friends to the, to, the, to the show as well. And then if you want to be a real ambassador of truth, why don't you share this episode? Share it. Just share it with everyone. That's it. We're out of time. It's Friday. It's 530. I was supposed to be someone a half hour ago, but I figured it was better to just talk with you. We're going to cut this up into two, two podcasts. So um, I want to tell you, we do go live Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. We are live on Frank's Beach. I typically go over by a little bit. I try not to. Um, but you can want to catch us live, you can go to conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, Cloud Hub, and Frank's Speech. Uh, smash the Rumble button on your way out and share it with someone. Now, it takes about 45 minutes for it to completely go through the pool, right? So, you know, where it buffers it and puts it back on there. We're also on Brighteon, which was uh, producer's bright idea for Brighteon. 
Um, we've got a couple other places I think they're going to be putting it up as well. If you want to catch us on the audio version, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. Uh, go over there, give us a five-star review. Um, we, we have this little uh, click group that decided to give us not five-star reviews um, to affect us. We're working with Apple to identify those people. And frankly, um, we, we, we set aside the ability to say, all right, we've, we've had enough. I mean, we, we, we've had enough. We're going to start fighting the other side. So um, get over there and give us a five-star review. Help us out a little bit. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, we also know if you want to know when we go live, you can text the word freedom to 89517 and subscribe to our uh, newsletter down below. Best thing to do, though, is become a subscriber um, and become a, a if you want to support us, go over to Conservative Daily and just, you know, become a, a basic supporter of the show at conservative-daily.com. <sighs> Man, I tell you what, we're going to pray because, I mean, look, I'm fired up, but I'm, at the, I'm in the best place that I've been, and I want you to be in the best place that you are. I want you to not operate with anxiety up here. It, it, and it happens because you, you think, oh, we're losing, we're losing, we're losing. Fear of loss is the one thing that creates anxiety. I'm going to lose everything, lose everything, lose everything. Let that go. Let that go. Just let it go. Just take a deep breath with me. Just And in the silence... Just recognize, just look around and recognize there's so much beauty in our nation. There's so much great things and great people. Connect to those people, those things. And then get ready to fight because it's going to be a battle. We're, this is, it hadn't even started yet. We're, we're in the warm-up section. So you just got to decide. Get your anxiety down to here. You're, you're much clearer if you get everything down here and you just give it up to God. You just like give it to him and say, listen, whatever happens, I'm going to work for you. I'm going to work to it. All right? Well, let's get it on. Let's get it going. And that's what you have to do. So let's, let's pray here for a minute. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have for this podcast. Thank you for the opportunity we have to, to do the things that we do individually. And, and I mean the, the, our listeners and, you know, the people on the team at Conservative Daily and just that, that we have an opportunity to, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but work, play, and have joy with our families. Father, help that to be the one thing that we, we live with, that we live our lives in joy. And as we work the problem, we recognize, look, we're going to have to get in the fight together. Set aside petty differences. Stop fighting with each other over things we don't need to be fighting over things with. And just start focusing on those things that are our targets. That, that they are they're the things that we need to be running towards and pushing back into the evil hole they came from. Father, help us to embrace faith. Help us to embrace each other. Help us to mend fences with our family members. Help us that we can have courage but act in that courage, Father. There are so many things that I want to ask for. And I would just say, Father, we're willing to do the work. We, we, just, we, we just need to put your armor on. We just need your protection. We need your hedge of protection around all of us. And we need to, to, you to help us see what that next step is. What's the next foot in front? What, what is going to draw us to a place where we can have success in our nation to restore order? Father, I would just ask you that you give us that wisdom. Father, please bless us as we go about our day this weekend that we may do so honoring you. Help us that we may... Plow the fields, plow your fields in serving others. Father, we need to stand together. We need to stand as power in numbers together. So just help us to do that. Help us to have a servant mentality and to have 
courage in everything that we do in the service of you. I feel like I'm repeating myself, but those are the things that I want. Those are the things that I think we drive to and that I ultimately want what you want, but somehow we, we don't always know how to get there, so I would just ask you to give us the, guide us in the direction you want us to go. Father, uh, we'll see you again Monday. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tonight when I pray to you then, but I would ask you to give everyone the courage to get on their knees and pray to you. I say all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We went over, so you got to cut it up into two sections. You get to listen to me go off on it. I didn't have a guest today, but I did have some really, we had some fiery stuff to, to go over, which I thought was awesome. Um, listen, courage is more infectious than fear. Courage is more infectious than fear. Go over and become a member at FEC United at $60, and then sign up your businesses. Get people in your businesses to sign up in your community. Start a chapter. Start a charter. Start doing something. You know, everyone that dances the first time looks like the fool until everyone else starts dancing. They don't look like a fool because you were the one that started it. You were the catalyst that started everyone dancing. In this case, we have to figure out a way to stand together and stand in the gap. So be the first one in your area. Be the first one in your state. You probably won't be the first one, but stand up with others. God bless you. I'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. And if you get a chance, if you're down in Atlanta and you're going to the Candace Taylor event, I will be at the rally on Sunday. So I look forward to seeing you there. Take care. God bless you.